This is Planning for Tomorrow in the 256 with Aaron Howard from Cloud Financial. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Aaron provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Planning for Tomorrow in the 256 with Aaron Howard. Welcome to another episode of Planning for Tomorrow in the 256 with me, Aaron Howard with Cloud Investments and my co-host, Tony Shore. If you wanna contact us, our number is 256-715-0094 or for the more digitally inclined, you can find us on the web at cloudfinancial.com. Thank you for tuning in today. And our show is called Preparing Your Retirement Garden for Growth. And speaking of gardens, it's creeping up on fall, but here in Alabama, we've just recently been starting to eat some of the homegrown vegetables from our garden. Oh, yeah. And and Layla's grandparents have been canning. You ever been canning? Oh, yeah. Um, what about, have, have you ever had a fresh tomato straight from the garden? Yes, I have many times. Grew up on my um, uh, on a farm, but my grandma and grandpa had a huge garden on their farm. Used to go over there, and we used to go pick the food and then bring it into the house and eat it. That's the way to do it. I don't even really like tomatoes unless I can get them straight out of the garden, put some salt and pepper. Yep, I'm not a fan either, but when they're juicy straight out of that garden, fresh, wow. It makes a difference. It makes a huge difference. Well, let's go ahead and get started, Tony. You ready? All right. Well, I am ready. And uh, comparing gardening and retirement planning, uh, this is interesting. You know, I, I do love uh, gardening weather. I've got a full closet of Hawaiian shirts and Bermuda shorts just waiting to be unleashed every summer. But uh, but tell us, what do gardens have to do with finances, Aaron? Well, I'm, I'm glad you asked. Um, there's a lot of parallels between gardening and planning for retirement. And one thing gardeners and investors need to make sure that they have done is take the right steps to prepare for long-term growth. So for gardeners, that could be the right plants, uh, the right soil, preparing that soil. Not only that, but planting at the right time and keeping a steady plan, and then that will result in a healthy garden. Um, On the other hand, investors, they need to choose the right plans, not plants, and uh, prepare for the unexpected retire at the right time and then working with a financial services professional and that will result in a healthy retirement. Wow. Okay. So it does sound like there's a good parallel and a lot of parallels between the two. So where do we start? What's the first step? How do we pick the right plant, so to speak, Aaron? So the first thing I would do, I would encourage you and and our listeners to find a financial professional to help you with your growth plan. So look for someone who puts your needs and your interests first and actively wants to help you meet your retirement goals and objectives. So you should find someone that really takes your whole financial position into consideration. Someone who can take your financial seedlings, so to speak, and set you up for a bumper crop in retirement. Often the products that someone sells matters less than their dedication to actually making sure that you have a plan that meets your needs. So it's important to know what you're looking for long before you take the plunge and commit to any one financial professional. So first ask yourself, 
what kind of garden are you trying to grow? Most gardens I've seen actually have a mixture of vegetables. And like that, when planning for retirement, it's often a good idea to have a mixture of types of investment accounts, tax structuring, and risk exposure. So there's many people that would love to actually handle your money, but not everyone is qualified to handle it in a way that leads to an all-inclusive approach to creating a solid retirement plan because unless you have the right tools and know-how, it can be hard to grow all those plants together in the same garden. Each plant can thrive if it's in the right environment, but it has to be the right fit for growth. Right. Uh, It sounds like you need somebody with the right kind of green thumb. Uh, What are some tips that you have uh, for choosing the right financial services professional? I mean, Obviously, our listeners have an advantage because uh, they know about you, um, Aaron. Well, right? thank, thanks, Tony. I, I appreciate that. Um, you know, no one can tell you exactly who or how you should choose, but I do have five tips uh, that can help you narrow down that field. So first, I would just start by asking your friends and family, colleagues, ask around and and just see who people know or even consider someone that maybe you know yourself. And the reason for that is trust is so important when choosing someone to work with. So you also want to pay special attention to the recommendations that you get from those who are in a similar financial situation. So secondly, don't be afraid to investigate your options. So you want to ask the same questions and look for the same information from everyone you consider so that you can then compare and then discern which one is best for you. Third, you just simply want to check out their credentials. The fourth one is going to be make sure that your financial professional meets your needs. So if you're planning for retirement, you should work with someone who offers the services that help you to that end. So the right tools matter, but let's just say just because you have a a nice lawnmower doesn't make you a gardener. And is that person a fit for your needs? So they could be using some tax tools and that's not important to you. So are they using the tools that are unique to your financial situation? And then finally, my last tip is just find someone that you want to work with, um, that you enjoy being around. They're above board. Uh, I shouldn't have to say this, but you might want to check their compliance record, their current licensing. Are they a fiduciary? And then even their criminal record. Sometimes you don't want to work with any criminals. No. (laughs) <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's good to do that and find a trusted financial professional, a fiduciary like yourself. Uh, and this is great insight on ways we can choose a financial professional. Um, I'm not going to name names, Aaron Howard, but uh, <laughs> I, I think our listeners won't have to look too far. After we found someone to work with like yourself, uh, what do we do next? How do we prepare that soil, so to speak? So I would advise for preparing the soil to actually collect and organize all your important documents. Seems seems simple, Tony, but a lot of times this step can get overlooked. So the reason why I suggest we do this first is there's going to be a lot of documents to manage. So taxes, estate, property, wills, um, power of attorneys, etc. So unfortunately, the unquestionable amount of un- important documents can lead to disorganization, And more often than not, that can become overwhelming. So to begin organizing, it simply helps to just start by making a list. So before you can properly manage your important documents, you should know exactly what those important documents are. Like I said, it may seem like common sense, but 
depending on if you own a house, uh, what type of investments you own, uh, are they qualified accounts? You, you may have more important documents than you think. And some of my clients don't even realize what important documents they should be keeping track of. And um, some others actually rely on me to keep track of them for them. So oftentimes it's tax season rolls around or move a, a death in the family. And that's when people start thinking, hey, I should get my documents together. Right. Right. Uh, that is that is right. And a lot of us, I, so I'm not supposed to just have a, a grocery bag full of paper stuck <laughs> in a corner in the basement? No, is that no. what you're saying? Not a, uh, you know, a, a Walmart bag or, or a, a, a paper sack. Uh, that's not the that's not my first recommended source yeah. yeah well that sounds familiar but um you know i don't always know where all my important documents are located uh you know it take it probably would take a lot of time to find and organize them all for a lot of people yeah it would and but it is more than just about saving time um actually Making sure these documents are accounted for and managed is a great step on the path to a comfortable and well-planned retirement. When you schedule a meeting with your financial services professional, you want to make sure that you bring those important documents in because they're not going to be able to show you what your next steps are if they don't have a good understanding of where you are. So having all your resources and your documents organized is going to allow that person to provide you with the tools you need to make the decisions. And then these decisions will help guide you and prepare you for your retirement. Well, you know what? It's probably a good time for a quick break so I can start thinking about where all of my important paperwork is at home now that you've got <laughs> me uh, convicted about this. Uh, is there anything else you want to share with our listeners before I uh, start my list? Sure. Uh, don't be too hard on yourself, Tony. Um, preparing for retirement and especially getting organized can be overwhelming. Um, but I'm here to answer any of your questions and help you make those important decisions. Um, one thing we do personally for our clients is we give them access to what I like to call a virtual filing cabinet. So as a part of their own personal financial planning web address, our clients have access to virtual storage and an online vault that will help them organize and protect those important documents. So you can visit my website at cloudfinancial.com or give me a call at uh, 256-715-0094 and you'll receive a complimentary retirement planning session. Or you can find out more about our online organizer and just, just ask. All right. Hey, that sounds great. That's a great offer and a lot of great resources there. And listeners, I know that Aaron would love to meet with you in person and talk with you. So if you want to get that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation, uh, just pick up the phone, give Aaron a call. And as a reminder, you're listening to Planning for Tomorrow in the 256 with our host, Aaron Howard. And I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. Now, today we've been talking about preparing your garden for growth. Uh, and Aaron and I had been asking you about what in the world the world of gardening has in common with our financial plans. So far, you've talked about a couple of parts of preparing the financial garden, picking the right plant, or in this case, the right financial advisor and professional. Also preparing the soil, finding and organizing your important documents. And I think you have a lot of tools and resources for that, uh, as uh, you had mentioned. Um, but I'm still trying to rack my brain uh, about where my paperwork is. <laughs> so 
uh, once uh, you have the right advisor or someone like yourself, Aaron, and we found those pesky documents, <laughs> what's what's next? Yeah, that's a great question. And uh, something good to start off this next segment with. So after you've met with me, after we've got those documents together, we, we need to actually make a plan that will help you transition into retirement. So another step to make that financial transition would be understanding your social security benefit and how do we maximize that? Well, you know what? Why is understanding social security so important? I mean, obviously it's important. I've heard uh, your buddy Don there at Cloud Financial talk <laughs> about this topic a lot. You've brought it up. Uh, social security, why does this come up? Yeah. And I think Don was probably ahead of the curve um, on the social security train, but yeah, he's been helping people maximize their social security for a long time now. A very long time. Um, so the reason why having a good understanding of social security is so important is because social security plays a very big role in helping bridge the income gap. So it's it becomes a cornerstone of many Americans' retirement plans. So one aspect of my job that I really enjoy is helping people understand and maximize their social security benefits. Many of my clients have a hard time understanding social security, which is very common um, since social security can be very confusing. Um, I read a whole book on it and it's still, I still have to go back and check to double check myself to make sure that I know what I'm talking about because they're constantly changing things and, and there are a lot of options. So making a wrong social security decision, like maybe triggering your benefit at the wrong time can impact whether you're able to collect your maximum benefit. Well, it's like planting your seeds at the wrong time of the year, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just like a gardener needs to be aware of the right season and timing, um, investors, the most common decision regarding social security is knowing when should I apply? And this can make a big difference for your retirement. So knowing when to apply can be one of the most challenging questions you have to answer. You can begin receiving benefits as early as 62, and then you can wait as long as 70. But any time that you actually trigger your benefits are going to, going to give you a different amount and a lifetime value. So, According to a study from the Center on Budget and Privacy Policies in an article named Raising Social Security's Retirement Age Cuts Benefits for All Retirees, that they said that claiming Social Security benefits at the wrong time can actually reduce your monthly benefit by up to 57%. Let me say that again. 57%, Tony. So wow. on, on the other hand, you know, situations can be different, but there's pros and cons to delaying or receiving it sooner, but you want to make sure that you realize that every situation is different. So yeah, every person's situation is different as you're always saying, but how do we know what situation will work best for us or best for them? 57%, that seems like a huge difference. Yeah, it is a big difference. And I'm glad you asked that. I, I like to ask my clients a, a couple of questions that will help me gauge which time is best for them. So first, do you need the money now? If you need the money to cover expenses in retirement, then you, you might not have to make a decision. It might already be made for you. If you don't need the money right away, then it may make sense to delay receiving your benefit and let your future payments continue to increase in value. The second question is, 
we need to factor in health and life expectancy. Seems kind of surprising, but it's actually difficult for a lot of my clients to, to wrap their heads around that. For people who are in poor health, it actually makes more sense to begin receiving your benefits earlier rather than later. And on the flip side, if you're in good health and you have a history of longevity, it may prove financially beneficial to wait to trigger your social your social security benefit until later on. Wow. It sounds like social security has a huge impact on retirement planning then. It does. It does. It really has an immense impact. And it's difficult to talk about retirement planning without also talking about social security and vice versa also holds true. So when you retire, your income ceases, but you still have a need for income. That's why I talked about the income gap earlier. We, we have this natural gap of income that we need to fill this, this something that we can count on every single week or month. So finding other guaranteed sources um, can often be challenging and difficult. Most of my clients have some assets that they can rely on, maybe in their savings, uh, IRA, or other financial investments, but often this isn't enough to provide them with a lifetime's worth of retirement income. So in other words, a shortfall exists between the amount of money that you have and the amount of money that you will need during your retirement. So that's the income gap. And in most cases, when it comes to filling that gap, there's no better tool to use than your social security benefit because it provides you with a lifetime's worth of guaranteed income. So for many Americans, finding that dependable income to bridge the gap can be daunting and overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be. I help my clients the best I can to develop a comprehensive understanding of social security so they can rest assured that they're triggering their benefits in the way that's best for them. Yeah, I think this is a good point then to let our listeners know, Aaron, how they can get a hold of you to talk more about this. I know you have a social security maximization report you can run for people who are want to see where they might be when they retire with social security and when the best time for them is to file. So if they've recently filed or haven't yet filed for social security, I would encourage them to set up an appointment so you can talk to them about where they're at and run that report for them. How do they get a hold of you? Absolutely. And as always, we're happy to help. You can always call me at 256-715-0094, or you can always check us out on the web at cloudfinancial.com. All right. And moving along with our discussion, I mean, I had no idea that you would find so many parallels between gardening and financial planning, but We've learned a lot of helpful steps to guide us as we plan for retirement. What are some of the things that we need to consider when planning ahead? That's a great question, Tony. Two of the most important things we consider are how to prepare for that income gap and then potential sources for that retirement income. Well, both of those things sound really important. How, do, how would you tell us how to prepare for that income gap we're probably going to face in retirement? Absolutely. Well, there's many sources of potential retirement income, uh, but most people are unaware what they may actually financially face in retirement. So most have been bringing home a paycheck and they've been doing this for as long as they can remember. So retirement seems like it's so far away, but in reality, it's not. So it would be my goal to prepare you for the day that you stop working and stop earning a paycheck. So this, this is sometimes referred to as a retirement cliff. 
So at this point in your retirement, the plans are becoming more like a reality. And these plans, you need to have them so that they can bridge you from where you are to where you need to be. People aren't simply looking for information, but they're looking for guidance. So they want to know what to do, when they should do it, why they should do it in terms of financially planning for their retirement. Right. And what are some potential sources of retirement income? Uh, selling your garden crop? <laughs> yeah, well, that certainly could be one option. And um, most people will be looking at some other options, though. Like we talked about in the last segment, Social Security is, is one source and one source that most people take advantage of. Uh, other sources of potential income could be continuing to work, um, sometimes contracted or part-time. Pensions are a good one. Uh, we see those going out of style more now, but we do have retirement savings and investments. That's always a big one. Some people have an inheritance and then finally home equity. So there's a lot of different sources out there for retirement income, but some people might find this all a bit confusing. Yeah, Tony. And a lot of people out there are confused, not only about how much they have in terms of financial assets, but also how much they will need when they actually retire. So every person is different. And by assessing each person on an individual basis, it allows me to properly assess each person's situation and then make a proper decision and recommendation that will best serve the individual specifically. A big part of this is sitting down with them and crunching some numbers. Many people don't know what their retirement income gap may look like. And because of this, many of the people that I've worked with don't actually know how they're going to fill that gap in retirement. So planning for retirement is this multi-step process. So you know, we start by just sitting down and asking questions. For example, are we going to consider inflation? Could we have debt that we need to pay down? Are there healthcare costs that we have to deal with or any unexpected expenses that we need to look at and plan for? So I personally try to take a more holistic approach. And a major part of that is trying to plan for the future and some of those unexpected things. Nobody can really predict the future but by preparing for it, uh, we may be saving ourselves from some financial hardship there. No one can guarantee the weather, but at the same time, when we choose the right plants, prepare the soil, and we plan at the right time, hopefully we can prepare for the weather in a way that still results in a healthy garden. Just like it can help with your retirement. I love it. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Well, guess what? We're out of time for today's show. It just flew by, but great topic today, Aaron, and a fascinating analogy, preparing your retirement garden. A lot of great tips. Is there anything you want to add for our listeners before we go today? Yeah, thanks, Tony. Uh, I had a good time at this one as well. Um, you can visit my website at cloudfinancial.com or call my office if you'd like to receive more information about what we talked about on the show, uh, about your retirement garden, with our plan, we believe that we can help you get the information you need and help you have a secure retirement. I'm dedicated to providing you with that information that will help you to together make sound decisions and build that retirement on a solid foundation. And that'll stand the test of time and even the weather. Um, again, don't hesitate to call me 256-715-0094. Let's work together and create the best plan to make your retirement garden grow. 
All right, and that does it for today's episode of Planning for Tomorrow in the 256 with our host, Aaron Howard. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Take care and good luck with those green thumbs. Thank you for listening to Planning for Tomorrow in the 256. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Aaron Howard at Cloud Financial. Call 256-715-0094 or visit them online at cloudfinancial.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Cloud Investments LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Advisory services are offered by Cloud Investments LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Insurance products and services are offered through Cloud Financial Inc. Cloud Investments LLC and Cloud Financial Inc. are affiliated companies. Aaron Howard and Cloud Financial Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.